Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Amen and amen, Tafsile Ma. We love you too, indeed. Wonderful, wonderful sounds that have got us praising. And uh, do stay tuned just uh, for more conversations and more of those worship songs. Uh, right now, as promised, uh, we are in, in studio with uh, Lorraine Govender, who is the national manager from Cancer, that is the Cancer Association of South Africa, from the health promotion side. Uh, Lorraine, thank you so much for joining us on the line and welcome to Spectrum. Uh, good afternoon to you and your listeners. Thank you for having us on your station. Awesome. So let's just delve into it. October is uh, known to be National Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And um, I know that there are many plans that cancer has for this particular month in terms of awareness. Could you please just kindly share some of those plans um, uh, that you have in the pipeline? So I think the most important um message uh, is to create awareness around breast cancer in our country. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our plan is, you know, to reach as many people as possible, to educate as many women, um, young adults, and men. Remember, there's a 1% chance of a man getting breast cancer in our country as well. Mm. So our whole, um, you know, um, focus is to create awareness. And the second uh, call to action is for women to do self-breast examination or to go in to have a clinical breast examination, or to have a mammogram if you do have a lump. So those are our three focus areas in terms of, uh, you know, the public ask. Mm. Thank you so much for that. Speaking of self-breast examination, how often should one be, uh, you know, doing this uh, to ensure that they are healthy and that they can spot anything that is a little bit odd in their body earlier on? Yeah, so, uh, you know, it, it's it's amazing. Um, breast cancer is the most common cancer affecting women in our country. Mm. Um, and we're finding younger women also being diagnosed uh, with breast cancer. So previously, one would think, you know what, um, cancer is more mainly uh, affecting people that are older. But uh, with everything, with all the changes that are going on, environmental changes, lifestyle changes, younger people are being diagnosed with breast cancer. So... We're saying all you need is 10 minutes, you know, of your time Mm. per month, once a month, to do a self-breast examination and also an inspection of your breast. And it's something that can save your life because in most cases, you know, when research has shown, uh, most of uh, breast cancer is diagnosed through a lump. Mm. So, um, you know, doing that breast examination is extremely important, yeah. Yeah, and uh, in terms of the... The numbers this year, you issued a statement from the organization stating that there's, a, there's an increase of breast and cervical cancer among women. What do you think, you know, are some of the, the contributing factors to this? So I think um, if you think, uh, and it's good that you mentioned cervical cancer, it, it, it is also a very, very common cancer among women. It's the second most common cancer with the highest mortality rate in, in the country. Mm. So more and more women are dying from cervical cancer. So I think, um, you know, the, the important thing is to go in for your screening, whether it's a pap smear or uh, it's your uh, going in for your breast examinations. Those are important um, you know, processes and procedures that you can have done. 
And for those who, you know, have heard, I mean, cancer has been around for 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 quite some time, the, the Cancer Association that is of South Africa. And it's not, you know, it's a household name. We know a lot about you. But for those who are listening for the first time and don't really know the kind of services that are out there for them to help them through perhaps their journey, maybe they have just been recently diagnosed with cancer or they just want to go for a screening, what are some of those services and what do they entail? Yeah, I think before we even go into services, I'm sorry, I, I forgot to, to answer your previous question about yes. the risk factors. And I think that's an important thing to talk about. Um, you know, remember, breast cancer is also genetic, mm-hmm. you know, meaning that it, you, it can be passed from generation to generation. And, and when you think uh, about cancer and you, and you think, okay, my, uh, you know, there was a parent that had uh, breast cancer and maybe I at the risk. Yes, yes, that is definitely so. But we're finding that, you know, when you do a family history, it's not just the woman that can be affected by the cancer, it's even men. Hmm. So if there's a family history of cancer, you can, um, you know, get many of the other cancers as well. So risk factors include smoking, um, obesity. South Africa has got one of the highest obesity rates uh, in our country, hmm. and it is a big risk factor um, for breast cancer. Cervical cancer, yes. That's um, uh, 90% of cervical cancers are due to the HPV virus, which is a sexually transmitted virus. Mm -hmm. So uh, getting your pap smears done there is important. Um, So in terms of the Cancer Association, we have three pillars, which is research. We conduct a lot of research. And whatever we find from research, we use this to educate the public in terms of of our health awareness campaigns, doing exhibitions, talks. And support plays an important role, Masheda. When you think of someone who's been diagnosed of of cancer, Mm. one of the most important things that they need is to actually have the support. And you find that often when women are diagnosed with breast cancer, they face so many other challenges. You know, um, there's a loss of income, there's loss of family support. Some of them even go through a divorce, um, you know, when when, when they realize, you know, the spouses realize that there's something wrong. Mm. Uh, women who have cervical cancer, they also go, you know, sometimes it's so sad. When they come to us, they say, you know, I want to know about, um, you know, sex during uh, my treatment. And, and to think that your, your your focus should be surviving the cancer. Absolutely. And you're worried about your spouse and how he's going to react to your condition. Uh, so I'm so grateful that we have this opportunity not to only educate the women, but also the spouses and the men that are listening out there. Support your women, support people that have been diagnosed with cancer. Uh, we have a WhatsApp line. Um, mm-hmm. People can look at our website, which is www.cancer.org.za, or they can also call our toll-free line, which is 0800 We also have a telecounseling line. So if they need to know anything, they can look at our website or they can call out our free line as well. We also have a WhatsApp line uh, available in various languages. So there's a lot of support out there from the Cancer Association. Or go for your screening, book, or call one of our call centers or uh, cancer care centers and book a screening. Unfortunately, it is a paid-for service. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, from time to time, when we do have funding, we are able to provide a free service to the public. Okay, that's um, please just kindly repeat that uh, number that uh, listeners perhaps just need to take down. I know your and and also your website. 
Okay, so our website is www.cancer.org.za. Mm-hmm. Um, our toll-free line is 0800-226622. Or they can also uh, WhatsApp us um, on um, 072-197-9305. Mm-hmm. Sure, okay, awesome. So you've got various ways uh, that the public can actually get a hold of you. For for listeners who are just joining us now, we are with Lorraine Govender, who is the National Manager for Health Promotion at the Cancer Association of South Africa. We're just talking all things screening and the support that cancer gives to those who are currently under going treatment or those who want to play a supportive role towards their friends or even their family and loved ones during uh, the difficult journey of uh, recovering. So please send us a WhatsApp on 0826572729 to join in on this conversation. Uh, Lorraine, I just uh, would like us to, to continue with this and also just keeping in mind that some of our listeners could just be sending, uh, you know, voice messages and uh, perhaps texts. So I'll just let you know and I'll you once we we have those perhaps even some questions from them moving on you mentioned that um, cervical cancer is the second most you know um, highest cancer in in South Africa now what are the top five I know that you you wanted to delve a little bit deeper into the top five cancers and and you know some of the carcinogens that we're also facing you've already mentioned smoking and obesity and um, that it really causes a lot of high uh, those are the high risk factors but what are some of the other other cancers that we have not yet mentioned and what are some of the risk factors attached to those? Um, so if we look at breast cancer, we've just spoken about uh, some of the, the risk factors, which mm-hmm. which was um, overweight, um, tobacco use, alcohol, family history. Um, and then an important factor for women to also know, women who have never had children or only had them after the age of 30 have an increased risk of getting breast cancer. Um, cervical cancer, as I said, it is um, a cancer that's caused by the 90% of cervical cancers are caused by the HPV virus. You know, I'm sure that a lot of people are not aware that there is a vaccine out there, um, the HPV vaccine, um, that are given to our young girls between the ages of 10 and 11 at public schools. It's a free vaccine. Um, we are hoping by the year 2030 we will have um, complete eradication of cervical cancer. So we're asking and we're urging the public, uh, ladies, uh, parents or caregivers, when you get that consent from the school, please sign it and allow your child to go in to have the vaccine. It's a vaccine that can save your life. Um, And again, um, the risk factors there is, um, you know, uh, not using protection during sexual intercourse, uh, sexually transmitted infections. Um, We also find both uh, with with many cancers, Mm. uh, if you are immunocompromised, remember your immune system is low and you also stand the risk of getting um, cervical cancer as a result of that because of, um, you know, the infection. Um, Again, alcohol, tobacco, all of that also plays a role. But the third most common cancer affecting both men and women is colorectal cancer, also known as colon cancer. Mm-hmm. And this cancer is, um, it's, it's lifestyle, it's uh, mainly lifestyle related. So it's about what we eat, uh, the way we live, mm-hmm. or what we drink. Um, it also has a, a genetic predisposition. Um, so I think 
what we want to say to people, you know, adopting a healthy lifestyle, a balanced lifestyle is extremely important in many cancers. So the, the first most common cancer affecting women in South Africa is uterine cancer. Yes. Um, and then again, like cervical cancer, um, uterine cancer, one of the risk factors, or one of the symptoms is excessive um, bleeding, um, you know, uh, excessive menstruation, your menstrual cycle is heavy mm-hmm. um, and not frequent. Um, genetics also uh, play a role here. Um, and then also infrequent menstrual cycle or starting menses before the age of 12. Um, estrogen replacement therapy without the use of progesterone. Now, Mashida, you've probably heard a lot of women say, you know what, I'm going through menopause and I don't know whether I can take hormone replacement therapy. Mm. And, um, you know, it, it, it's a lot of people ask that and, and they go through something that is quite, uh, you know, it's a, it's a life-changing um, condition, menopause. Um, and you don't know what's the balance, what should I do? Can I take hormone replacement therapy? Uh, it is a risk factor for uterine cancer. Mm. And I think, uh, you know, it's important for women to be cautious and make sure that uh, they, uh, whatever replacement therapy they use um, is, is balanced, you know, in terms of both uh, the hormones. So going to your doctor and getting advice on that, I think that's extremely important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the, 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 the first most common cancer affecting women is uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And again, it's more the older people uh, as well, family history. Again, your autoimmune disorders, your um, immune system, um, you know, a lot of people who are uh, immunocompromised have a higher risk of getting a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And also overexposure to industrial and agricultural chemicals also is a predisposition uh, for non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. It wasn't even among the top five, and now it's among the top five in women. Wow, okay, sure. So that's a lot of information, Lorraine, and thank you so much. We just have a um, a question here, and um, it reads as follows. Uh, it's, uh, you know, our listener says, thank you for the opportunity. Quick question. Um, does an inverted nipple pose a risk for cancer, for breast cancer particularly? So does an inverted nipple pose a risk uh, for, for a woman or, or a male to, to get uh, breast cancer? So it's so when we talk about uh, some of the signs and symptoms, an inverted nipple is something for you to be uh, cautious about. However, if it's something that you, you were born with mm. and something that didn't just happen to you suddenly, then it becomes a risk. It, it, you know, you need to go and have that checked out. So um, having an inverted nipple is definitely uh, one of the symptoms, uh, you know, that can be associated with breast cancer. But as I said to you, if, if it's something that you've had, all your life, uh, you know, and it hasn't caused a problem, it shouldn't. Uh, you know, a lot of people may have that um, sort of uh, problem as well. But yeah. um, a sudden occurrence needs to be investigated. Okay, well, um, thank you for that answer. Just uh, before we let you go, you mentioned in statistics, women who have children later on in life, that is after the age of 30, are more prone to getting uh, breast cancer. Why is that? Um, so it's it's about the hormones. Remember when, when we have a child and we are breastfeeding and, and we go through pregnancy, you know, we, we're using our estrogen hormone as well during that time. Mm-hmm. So when uh, when we delay parity, when we delay ch- children, then your, your estrogen levels uh, increases. There's an increased um, 
estrogen level in your in your body. So you haven't gotten rid of that. And pregnancy allows you to use up your estrogen. And that is why you're more at risk of getting breast cancer more especially. Um, and you've heard about HER2 positive breast cancer, and that's due to high levels of estrogen in your body. Mm. Well, Lorraine, thank you so much for joining us on Spectrum. Before we let you go, could you just kindly please share those details again where uh, the public would be able to to get a hold of, um, you know, the association to get help and support and perhaps even more information as it is one of your pillars to educate the public in order to fight the scourge against cancer? Yeah, I I think what I want to say to the public is when you find that you have a lump, don't be afraid because early detection is important and it can save your life. Having that lump, go to your GP, go to your clinic, go and get it checked out because not knowing is worse. Uh, it delays your investigation and it's going to delay your treatment, mm-hmm. which will have uh, adverse repercussions. It means it's going to have an impact on your quality of life mm. and your survival rate if you don't go and get it checked up. Mm. So I think, um, yeah, so our website has got a lot of information. And in, you know, um, we encourage people, if you can, download our infographics, go out there in your church group, in whichever organization or wherever you are, and educate someone on it. Learn the technique on how to do breast, can- breast cancer self-examination. It's not a difficult thing. Mm. Um, yeah, so our website is uh, www.cancer.org.za. Okay. Our um, toll-free line is 0800 And the WhatsApp line? It's 072 1979305 and i think one of the unique services offered by cancer except for the screening and education is our telecounseling line that's available in over six languages so our trained social workers and counselors will call you back and and offer support to both the patient and the family or caregiver Lorraine Governor, thank you very much for taking time out just to share your wisdom and also the information, much needed information to us and our listeners regarding cancer and October, which is the National Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Thank you very much, Lorraine. Thank you so much for having us on air and I hope I have made a difference in someone's life this afternoon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. I believe we have indeed. Uh, family, <laughs> that was uh, Lorraine Govender coming from the Cancer Association of South Africa, just letting us know the importance of self-examination and also being supportive at all times towards those who have just been recently diagnosed. Perhaps it's a loved one, a family or a friend. Um, just be there and also um, be there to stand in prayer with them and also uh, giving them the right information. With that said, let's just take a little bit of, of, of a praise pause with Dr. Dumi talking about our God who is indeed a strong God. From your ear, to your heart, to your mouth, to your feet, join this life on 657 AM. Radio Pulpit understands that praying alone isn't always easy. So join us to form a chain of prayer for you and with you. To send in your prayer requests, contact 67 429-7564 or alternatively email us on prayer at radiopulpit.co.za At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. 
Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now, and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. That alternative is called Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp, and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone and send your message or voice note the same way you always did. We will then be able to receive and answer your message faster and the privacy on this app is much better too. So, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, the app pick is a white paper plane in a blue circle. Please download the Telegram app right away and make life easier for everyone. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.